You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 126. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard, and today we are talking about planning a positive journey with a focus on mental wellness. Here's the thing. The pandemic has shown us the importance of prioritizing mental wellness. However, accepting that it's needed and actually integrating it into reality are two totally different things. In this discussion, we will help you prepare a detailed vision for the future, walk away with tools to keep you on track and that you can put into action right away. We're going to discover how vital self-care is for true health because it's not just about the occasional trip to the spa, although, hey, this girl ain't turning down a chance to go to the spa. So setting intentions and being deliberate in thought and actions will result in you creating a healthy life. And we want to help you on that journey today. This episode is sponsored by my free masterclass on the game-changing steps to a high-impact PMO. Whether you're starting a PMO for the first time, trying to get your PMO back on track, or just want to ensure that your PMO is as high-impact as possible, This training will get right to the heart of what really makes a difference in the eyes of your business leaders, where to focus your energy for the best results, and how to accelerate your PMO performance. We're going to follow my step-by-step framework that has been developed leveraging more than 24 years of real-world experience as a PMO leader myself for 15 years and as a consultant with PMO Strategies, a trainer and a coach for the last nine years. The work I do with my students has helped them get and keep their seat at the table no matter what kind of chaos is thrown in their way, and they are thriving. Join me for this one-hour training program by going to pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. And let's unleash the full power of your impact engine PMO today. Okay, let's dive in. Now with me today to talk about mental wellness and what you need to do as a hard driving impact driver to ensure that you have a strong mental wellness is Kathy Dolan Schweitzer. Now, Kathy is known as the healthy project coach, health well done author and president that works as a senior project manager at Columbia University Irving Medical Center and combines her project management background and experience in experiential health and healing all into her business. Kathy helps you to develop the skills to lead healthy, effective, and successful teams. With 26 years of experience in healthcare and commercial construction project management, wow, those are two very different fields, Kathy holds a people-centric focus that is rooted in the idea that health, both physical and mental, kindness and caring matters to both the people involved and the projects on which they work. This belief is the foundation on which her coaching sits and is going to be very well aligned with what we're talking about here today, because I know all of you impact drivers are thinking, 
yeah, this is great, but I got a lot of work to do. So we're going to give you some quick, easy tips and tools to apply right now to help you get a hold of your mental, physical, and emotional well-being and ensure that you can keep driving that high impact without burning out, especially in our continually chaotic environment. So with all that said, Kathy, thank you so much for being here today. So thank you, Laura. I'm so excited to talk to your audience about this particular topic because I know the world has been a little on the crazy side for almost 18 to 19 months. And so this is a very important topic I'm finding mm-hmm. that people want to talk about. Absolutely. It's, nice. it's really nice to see that the companies are starting to perk up and have a specific awareness to this, as well as promoting people to start to discuss this. Oh, so true. So true. So can you talk to us about specifically in your mind and with your experience, what you're seeing, why mental wellness is such an important topic right now? I mean, we've been in a chaotic time for the last, like you said, 18 months. So why is this so important right now? And I'm going to say for me, it's especially important as we head into the holiday season and the end of the year, that's a chaotic time in and of itself in a good year. So what are you seeing about why this is so important that we talk about and address right now? So number one, we can't control the exterior world, right? We can't control in a lot of respects. Holiday time is family time. And again, because of the way the world is right now, there's a lot of uncertainty as to even holiday plans as to how you're going to see your family, deal with your family for the holidays. And then also at work, are are there holiday parties, et cetera, going on? So you have no control over any of that, but what you do have control over is yourself. So what I talk about is that mental wellness is an incredible skill that really impacts your personal and your professional life. So accepting the goal of mental wellness is one thing, but achieving it is a whole nother ball game. So I first start my program with this one question, right? And I always ask everybody this question, what are you celebrating today? So Laura, what are you celebrating today? Oh, well, for me, I'm celebrating the fact that we are done with all of our recordings for the PMO Impact Summit, and we're getting ready to roll into all of our prep stuff for the summit. Now, by the time people listen to this, the summit's going to be over. But to me, I'm celebrating every day that we've got 70 plus sessions going on during this summit and a ton of amazing speakers. And we're hoping to change some lives with the PMO impact summit this year, because this is all about supporting our impact driver community, making sure they have all the resources they need to be successful. And that really lights me up. And that's important to know that, right? How many people do you ask? What are they celebrating? They can't answer that question, but Laura, you did great. So thanks. (laughs) Bingo. That's good for you. So that's the first thing I start with is for people to really think about like, what is it that they're celebrating today? Wake up in the morning and say, what am I celebrating? A lot of people talk about their health. They talk about their family. They talk about a granddaughter. They talk about all these wonderful things that are going on. So the key thing is to focus in on what you are celebrating at that particular day. It could be as simple as I had a cup of coffee and nobody bothered me. I mean, (laughs) it's the little things in life. And then the question is like, what is your definition of mental wellness? 
right? Mm-hmm. Is it, do you feel like, okay, fine. If you react very calmly to something, that's your definition of mental wellness. Is it that you feel that your body's in perfect condition and your mind's in perfect condition? I mean, is that reality? So again, what is your definition of mental wellness? Because everybody has a little bit of a different definition. Mm-hmm. And the question is like, why is that important? And it's important because it's your mental wellness is makes a strong impact on your health. Yeah. And thought is the whole origin of action. So it's really important for you to know that whatever your thoughts are, if they're positive and you stay in a positive mindset, that is going to help you get through the day. If you're in a negative mindset, it's going to be a little torturesome. I mean, you're going to be tortured through the whole day, but also it's going to affect your health. Yes. So it's really important for you to keep an eye on this and have a true awareness of this. Because remember, the reason why we're talking about this is because you are incredibly important to not only your family, your company, but the country. You being a healthy citizen is absolutely key for the success of the country, of your company, as well as your family. So Mm -hmm. I can't focus or I can't like just say to you how important it is. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about a couple of these tools that will help you that are really simple. So first of all, the the first tool is breathing. And everybody Mm -hmm. thinks, well, (laughs) that's like simple. I have to breathe. If, If I don't breathe, I die. But I want you to just take a moment right now and I want you to determine, are you a nose breather or are you a mouth breather? Okay, so nose breather means that your mouth is closed and you're breathing through your nose. Now, that's incredibly important because your nose acts as a filtration system Mm -hmm. and you want to make sure. And also when you breathe through your nose, it's usually a longer breath that takes you down into your gut level. And it's not a short breath, which is important because so many people have health problems because of their breathing. So the second thing is if you're a mouth breather, now I have to say I am a mouth breather. It's the worst thing in the world for me, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I'm trying to break the habit. It's a bad, it's, it's almost a hard habit to break. But when you mouth breathe, a lot of times it's a shorter breath as well as to the fact that you bring more bacteria into your mouth, you dry out your mouth. It's not really very, very good. So Mm -hmm. what I try to practice because I am a mouth breather is I put my tongue at the roof of my mouth and I close my mouth and I try to focus on keeping the tongue at the roof of the mouth while I breathe through my nose. Okay. So simple, check it out, see if it works for you. The second thing I talk about is daily assessment. This is incredibly important. I know, I don't know what happens to people when they wake up, but they usually grab their phone or their mind is working a million miles an hour as to what they have to get done for that day. Mm -hmm. No, 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 don't do it. When you wake up, what you want to do is you just want to do a scan of your body. You scan, does your arm hurt? Does your knee hurt? Does your hip hurt? Where's your head at? Are you feeling anxious? Are you feeling like overly stressed because you have too much to do? Are you upset about something? What's going on? It's You have to really get in tune with yourself and just figure out what is going on. Because once you do that, once you do that daily assessment and check in with yourself, 
you can adjust things. Maybe you're in this mood and something is really bothering you. So maybe you can alter your schedule a little bit so that you can have some quiet time or just schedule in a walk outside or something because you know you're starting the day like that. Right. So in having a daily assessment and understanding where you're at gives you an opportunity to adjust and make some changes and build some good things in for you. The other thing I always talk about is vision, right? You yourself have a vision inside of you as to what you want in the future. So for example, when I was going through chemotherapy, I had a vision and I started my chemotherapy in July and I went from July until November doing my treatments. In July, I decided that I was going to ski on Christmas day. And so every time I sat in that chair, I would think and imagine I was skiing on Christmas day. And then as soon as I finished my chemotherapy in November, I had a personal trainer who I, the first thing I said to her was like, I have to ski on Christmas day. And that was it. Now that vision helped me to pull through those seven or some odd months to make sure that that was going to happen. And on Christmas day, I did ski. So again, having a vision of where you want to be at in the next couple of months is another thing to help you forget about all the craziness that's going on outside. The next thing is I always used to, or I, every day I think about, and this is this daily assessment thing. It's like a challenge buster. Like what are your challenges and how can you figure out how to get rid of those things that are in front of you? And we're project managers, right? A lot of us know how to do this. You identify it, you break it down and you've come up with an action plan. So same thing with taking care of yourself and your mental wellness, figure out those things that are in your way and identify, break it down and take action on it. And then there's daily practices, right? Some of the things I just talked about are daily practices, breathing, just focusing in on your breathing is key. Maybe you do meditation, maybe you do yoga, maybe you do EFT tapping, whatever it is that you do for yourself is a form of self-care, as I would call it. And one of the things that I've discovered and that I love when I talk about self-care is that I find that self-care slays the self-doubt dragon. (laughs) So Laura, do you have any of these issues? Do you ever deal with self-doubt? Well, (laughs) I guess I could say that the self-doubt comes from having a completely overloaded plate and trying to figure out how I'm going to get it all done. But I don't know, the people that know me know I'm pretty darn persistent. So I think that's probably not my issue as much, although I do see it with my son sometimes. And it is hard as a parent to watch your kid have doubt in themselves, especially we all love our children more than anything in the world. And my son's very fortunate to be smart and athletically inclined. And then He'll say, yeah, but I don't think I can do this, or I don't think I can do that. And it's hard to see because I know full well that he's capable of doing it and that it's actually not going to be that hard for him. So I see that play out in my son all the time where he doesn't believe in himself 
even though I know that when he actually sits down and focuses on it, or if it's a math assignment, or if he actually gets up on that mound and throws his first pitch, he absolutely can do it. And he's going to knock it out of the park, if you will. So I feel like it's something I certainly see all the time. And I would love skills like that to be able to share with him, to help him. And I'm sure we all have people in our lives. We'd love to practice this stuff ourselves, but then also to be able to practice it with those around us. I mean, whether it's our project team members or our family members or whoever, I think that self-doubt monster or dragon can creep up on you pretty quickly. And it can be pretty scary when you don't have the right tools to help you slay that dragon, if you will. Yeah. And self-care is Mm -hmm. one of the things that helps you to build or actually stay away from that self-doubt, right? Because Mm -hmm. self- Because self-care is a discipline. It really is. It's you stopping and saying, you know what? I'm going to do this because I know later on today, this is going to benefit me. Or I'm not tonight when I go out with all my friends, I know tomorrow morning I've got to, I'm going to be speaking about this or doing that. I'm not going to indulge as much as possible because I'm going to eat well and I'm going to drink the water I have to because I believe that I'm taking good care of myself. So that whole self-care and being and loving yourself and taking the time to be aware that it's important to take good care of yourself because again, you make such a big impact in life. Before we go any further, I'd like to touch on this a little bit because I think this is something that this community in particular, I call them impact drivers. And it's because they're pretty hard charging, driven career focused, high capacity, high impact people that often are taking care of everybody else around them first. So one of the things I always say to them is back in the old days when we used to fly regularly, right? Uh, I used to say, remember what that flight attendant is always telling you to put your oxygen mask on first before you take care of those around you. Because if you don't take care of yourself, do this self-care, whatever that looks like for the individual, you won't have the capacity to take care of all those other people that are counting on you. And that could be in your personal life or your professional life. Are you seeing any challenges with people trying to create that balance or are having a negative impact on their personal and professional lives by not doing this kind of self-care you're talking about? Listen, you talk about our industry, right? Yeah. You talk about the fact that like, think about what project management is about. It is, it's like you take care of everything. So it makes it easy for everyone else. Right. That's that's like definition of what you do. Right. So the idea, and for some reason, I think that maybe some of us are a little bit of control freaks. No, I I, 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 I mean, never. I don't want to say that, but (laughs) so the idea of us letting go and taking some time to take care of ourselves is a little bit of a hard thing. And I have seen it. Now I'll tell you a quick story about Columbia. So at Columbia, I started this rooftop, which was a every two weeks on a Friday afternoon, get together for our department. Mm -hmm. And we did a lot of self-care. We did meditation. We did seat stretching. We did art. We did music. We did all these different things. And you can only imagine the project managers that I work with. Some of them are a little on the macho side. So they were kind of thinking like, this is all foo-foo-y stuff. But I will tell you, I was shocked. They were so into it. Mm -hmm. And 
they thanked me afterwards because of the fact that well, they went home on a Friday, or actually they were home because they were all on Zoom calls. They were just so much calmer. You know what I mean? Like it just got them ready to step into the weekend. So I will tell you that what I have seen is this industry needs this. Our industry, I think, can do so much better in the future if they just take good care of themselves and institute some of these practices on a daily basis. Right. I agree. And I'm wondering if you can kind of help really drive it home here because you talk about mental wellness and whether or not that is a soft skill or a core business skill. I'm wondering if you can kind of explain that here for this audience about your belief system around how critical this is in their business roles. So I have to say that I believe that mental wellness is not a soft skill, right? Right. It's a core business skill needed to be your personal best. Right. And my hope is that everyone is on the same page with me that the belief that healthy people are a most important asset mm-hmm. and that human connection is all about trust. And when we know you as a person, we connect to you. Now right. we listen to what you say. Being healthy starts with your mental wellness. It's how we connect, how we build lasting relationships and how we care for your family and friends. So in some respects, right? It makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. It makes a difference in your relationships. When you build your relationships, you become much better at helping people and figuring things out and building your projects more successfully. Mm. So, okay. I think we've convinced our impact drivers here. Maybe in the beginning, the yeah, but monster was crawling up on their shoulders and saying, yeah, but that's not something I need. So I think we've done a good job here, hopefully by now of convincing our impact drivers that taking care of themselves is the key to being able to drive the high impact they want to for the organization, being able to really support the teams the way they need to and get the results they're looking for professionally and still have a little bit of capacity to take care of their lives personally. Because the way that I would just break it down very simply for them is this. If you drain your reserves completely, you are not going to be able to respond in the way that you want, in the way that you want your business leaders, peers, stakeholders to see you, which is that best foot forward, you will not be able to react the right ways, have the right responses when chaos strikes, when somebody flips your project upside down and you need to make a change, when the business leaders go in a different direction. And think about that. Think about how when you're exhausted, when you're drained, you really just don't have the energy to put that best foot forward and present yourself to your stakeholders in the way that best serves your career and best serves them as your stakeholder community. So I think all of the impact drivers now are on board. And now what you need is some steps, some actions that you can take right now. Cause I know all of you, you're like, okay, great. But now what do I do specifically? So Kathy, can you help us with this audience, give them some specific steps that they can take today, right now, this week to help them build their mental wellness reserves 
And even when the environment around them is chaotic, because that's never going to change if anyone's thinking, okay, but it's, I just got to get through the next week, the next month, the next quarter, and then things will settle down. You know, by now, darn well, that ain't going to happen because if it isn't one thing, it's another. So we need to build some tools and some practices, as you call them, Kathy, into our routines, into our priority to-do list to make sure that they get done. So help them out here with them, some specific steps that they can take. All right. So first of all, remember it's a long game, right? Yeah. You want to have a vision of what is it that you want to achieve or reach for, et cetera. So let's say, I'll give you some examples. If you wanted to buy a house in the next couple of months, or if you wanted to take a vacation in the next, whatever it may be, but first of all, formulate a vision or formulate a vision of mental wellness over the next six months, no matter what happens, that's going to be your vision. Mm -hmm. So once you have that in place, the first thing you want to do is check your breathing. Breathing is the most wonderful thing in the world to help calm you, to check in with yourself, to get a a full self-awareness. So again, check, are you a mouth breather? Are you a nose breather? And what's going on with the breathing? The next thing you want to do is you want to always wake up and do a daily assessment. Absolutely key. Check in with yourself before you reach for that phone, before your mind goes off a million miles an hour. Stop. Shh. Quiet. Daily assessment. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Next is daily practices. What are you doing for self-care? Are you out doing a run? Are you doing a walk? Are you meditating? Uh, What is it that you do for yourself that you enjoy? Do that first thing in the morning, if you can. If not, schedule it into your schedule so that it takes priority. Mm. Because we love to have excuses to not take care of ourselves. So if you schedule it in, you'll get it taken care of. And then again, intention, set your intention. So my intention today is to not let any outside people and their stress come into my world and upset me. As I always say, they're not going to steal my joy. And those are the tips I have to say that you can start right now. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You can start right now. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. And it doesn't take a long time. I think some of the really important points here that you're making, Kathy, is that, look, for all of you to-do list people like me, just write it on your to-do list, five minutes of silence or five minutes of just focused breathing. These are little things you can do. And frankly, five whole minutes of focused breathing can be a game changer for your whole day, especially if you breathe through your nose, right, Kathy? Yes. Through the (laughs) nose is best. (laughs) And it really does. I actually did some research on this myself and I try, I try to get into meditation and I definitely am into exercise and it's called a practice for a reason because there much practice <laughs> will get you closer to perfect. And some days I'm just like, ah, oh, I don't feel like I can fit it into my schedule. I have so many things I want to do, whether it's when we were recording all of our summit sessions or coaching sessions I have with students, I just feel like I have this full day. But what I have noticed is if I invest that time early in the morning to exercise, to stretch, to breathe, to clear my head, I am so much more present with the people around me 
my family, my students, my colleagues, I'm so much more present, so much more focused on them. And they report that the experience is really pleasant. So I think that that's a really important thing to remember is that you need this as much for you and your personal sanity as you do for how you show up in the world with many people watching. And if you're an impact driver, you're a PMO leader or project manager, you are being watched, you are being judged, you are being measured by how you engage with your stakeholders and how you show up for them. And if they know you and like you and trust you, because that is a very important part of the work that we do, we have to build strong relationships. And if you present to them in a way that says, you don't have it all together, then you're really going to have a hard time gaining that confidence from them and positioning you as someone that can be counted on in the organization to help them deliver. So this is really important for us both personally, for our own sanity and our families and friends, but also professionally, because how we show up for them and how we show up in the eyes of our stakeholders and business leaders will determine our career path and what we're able to ultimately accomplish in the organization. So I really appreciate you taking the time, Kathy, to share some of these tips and techniques for our audience so they know what to do easily right away to start applying what they're learning here today. Well, thank you so much, Laura. And to the audience, be well. And before we wrap up, Kathy, can you let those that might be interested in diving deeper with you know about the kind of programs that you offer and how they can connect with you? Yeah, sure. So if you go on my website, healthwelldone.com, there's a listing of all the programs, but this program, A Positive Journey with a Focus on Mental Wellness is one of the most popular this year. I also talk about people-centered leadership, which this all ties together. So mm -hmm. please reach out to me. It's Kathy Dolan Schweitzer, healthwelldone.com. I'd love to hear from you. Oh, that's awesome. Kathy, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for helping our hard driving impact drivers that are going hundred miles an hour all the time. Maybe just slow down for a few minutes, take a deep breath through your nose and reset so that you can show up the way you need to in this world. All right, impact drivers. That's it for today's session. Don't forget this episode is sponsored by my free masterclass on the game-changing steps that you have not considered, I promise, to building a high-impact PMO. So whether you're starting from scratch with a new PMO or you've got a team and you're already trying to up-level your capabilities or you've been called in to get things back on track, let us help you get and keep your seat at the table by unlocking the secrets of a high-impact PMO your stakeholders will be begging for. Join me at pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash PMO. I can't wait to see you there. Okay, Impact Driver, that's it for today's session. Make sure you hit subscribe and download these episodes to your mobile device so that you can take them with you on your high impact journey. Bye-bye for now.